here we go. All right, all right. So yeah, I'm. You, I think we. I don't want to say we talked too much before this, but nah. I do that all the time. When I set up, <laughs> I just I talk to whoever I'm doing this with. I'm like, I probably should have saved a good ten minutes of that for this. I mean, that's why I was trying to withhold as much as I wanted to talk to you about with you. That's with good. You. That's good. Um, no, yeah, it's. I mean, I think the good part about having to set it up now, and not just everything set up, is it kind of loosens everyone up a bit. Mm. Um, but yeah, dude, this is your first promo. You haven't released anything yet, almost. But no, we're five days away, man. Five days away. I am very excited about it. So, you have because I don't even know everything. You have three songs. How many? Yep, three songs. Three, so it's three songs. It's technically considered a single. I just found this out when I was putting everything out and I was looking into it. So a single is when there is three or less songs and each song is less than 10 minutes like a piece. So this entire time I was like going through all the stuff. I was telling everyone EP, EP, EP. But yeah, apparently it's a single, but it's got three songs on it. So that, that makes no sense. It's, yeah, that so as long as they're not 10 minutes in total or each? Each. So, yeah, so, like, if one of my songs was over 10 minutes, okay, it would make it an EP, but they're all, like, three and some change, so it makes it a single. And, like, I had always seen other people release music like that, where it was, like, they would have two or three songs, and it would be instead of a single, and I was like, why do they term it like that? But, like, the artist has no choice. It's how the store that's selling it, yeah, like, that's how they want to basically determine it So then- the distributor. Well, then what makes something an album? Because if I have 10, 13 songs that are all three minutes apiece, wouldn't that be... Aren't we just all listening to giant singles? I don't... That's what you'd think, man. But I looked at the EP criteria because there was nothing for an album, so I'm assuming it's whatever isn't an EP is an album. Then what the fuck is an EP? I'm so confused. (laughs) Dude, this stuff gets all confusing. You'd have to look it up. But it's like, yeah, EP stands for extended play, and it's basically just a shorter album. Like, that's what it means. I don't know what all the terms are. (laughs) Yeah, and exactly. Like, a single is, like, just shorter than an EP, but it's more than one song. It can be more than one song, and that's all the stuff that's just... It was lost on me when I was putting it all together. But either way, it's a single. It's got three songs. Um, and yeah, I'm pumped about them. So when this is released, it comes out today, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, just cool to say. Um, yeah, man. Debut that, single. That's what's crazy. De- yeah. yeah, debut. Yeah, it's, it's how I've been marketing it, and it's just it's wild to see. I've seen it all over the place. Like, yeah. I mean, you have because I have both of your accounts on socials, and the I mean, how I figure like when people start doing stuff like this, you kind of figure like all our friends will repost it. And I mean, I've seen tons of people who I've never even heard of oh. just, and then obviously you'll repost it to your. It's it's great. I think you're getting a, a decent yeah. amount of traction for. I was shocked to see how many people reposted my post when oh, I first put it out. I want to see you do well. We all want to see you do well. Yeah, man. Um, man, I'm still baffled by the single thing. <laughs> like, it just it just doesn't it shook make me sense when to I was me. doing it too because I had to start labeling all my stuff and it was weird because like. What do you mean you have to label it? Like, because like when I was going through, so I go through a distributor and they're the ones that give it to all the places i don't know how it is for when you do podcasts but that's yeah. how it is when I, it's a lot easier because i we had like a drunken conversation about this yeah, i think i remember we a couple and weekends I, ago yeah <laughs> and i remember you describing like because i was like i could just put all your stuff through what i do and get you on spotify in two seconds but then you made you the way you described it was better and i'm sure just like what i had kind of gathered from it too what i have gathered is that like, they go through a lot of, like, reviews and mm-hmm. stuff of the music. And, like, they make, like, there was a lot of criteria for, like, the album artwork and just kind of, like, the distance between your songs and, like, so much things that you don't really think about yeah until you're there and you have to just get all of them, like, technically figured out. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what, when the distributor sends it to each store, because each store obviously has their own criteria also. Yeah. So they have to get it all figured out, and you have to give them enough time so they can process all of that so then you get your release out on time. So I don't know if that's maybe where it differs from podcasting. I think – well, it's the review board. Now that I remember correctly, it's – so with the platform I use, it's it's the very – it's the free one because, I mean, it's not (laughs) like I have big bucks coming through right now. Um, So I don't need to pay for anything, but – I think this was off. Um, 
terrifying. No, so like, yeah, it's the review board. So when I submitted mine, they're they say, okay, we're gonna review your your podcast. But I also didn't. Both of the ones I've started, the first one I actually had material when I put it on there. The second one, like this one, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think because it said podcast on there, they're they're gonna assume yeah you're fine. Because mm-hmm. I if I remember correctly, I remember looking back and if I just would have put Michael Kuski down. They would have probably been like, hey, what's the content you're putting on yeah. here? Because I could have snuck in free music, I guess, onto Spotify. Um, and I don't, because, I mean, it wouldn't be good marketing or branding for you if you called it the Brian Goyette podcast and yeah. they're three-minute <laughs> songs. Um, that'd be an unfortunate name, just Brian Goyette podcast yeah, music. That would be disgusting. Um, I don't think I'd get very, gen- or generate any streams that way. No. Um, are you, because I ask you this, are you nervous at all to have it out? I wouldn't say so much to have it out, but I'm nervous with more so just like what it could entail in the future. And like, you know, I don't think I've fully kind of put wrapped my head around moving and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. that's coming with it. It's cause it's all really happening so fast. It'll hit you Friday night, but yeah, it's going to be, I will listen to one of my songs on the album, the, the title track, um, Montgomery drive. And like, it's just, it's, the song about my hometown and i will listen to it and i was on the treadmill the other day listening to it and i actually like started tearing up so like that's when it first hit me but i think it's good i think obviously it's i think you're nervous in a good way it's like before uh, a sporting event we kind of get butterflies obviously it's like the it's such a cliche way of saying it like you want to do well Mm -hmm. and obviously i I can't imagine you're gonna put something out you're like i hope this bombs i hope no one listens to it or everyone does and they hate me for it which um, isn't going to happen, obviously. Because I remember when I put this out first, when I did the first one, and I I didn't even plan to put it out. I just I had it. It's one of those things where you kind of like cue it up, but you never hit play, Yeah, which is what I thought I did. <laughs> and then I, cause I put it on the platform, yeah. and I thought I had to hit publish. And I hit schedule, and I was like, oh, I can schedule it later. Yeah. But it's scheduled for like the next, or for like, the next 30 minutes and i didn't realize that so 30 minutes go by and i get an email and I'm like congratulations you are now on spotify i'm like oh shit this and is it was happening just there yeah that real like that moment which was kind of almost good because it's just like hey you're doing it it was just like mm-hmm. a push i uh, yeah i would and, definitely agree because when i i don't want to no, steer go for your it, go thunder for it, yeah. here but when i put when i finally put all my stuff on my distributor because i got the masters back and when i finally like kind of just put all the information in and like you're just sitting there like this is happening like yeah. when i push this assuming everything on everyone else's end goes smoothly which it did yeah like i'm going to have music on spotify on apple music on itunes on amazon that's it's just like that's the coolest thing yeah. is like cuz you see it like growing up i mean it's not that old but well, like i take itunes when it first came out we're paying 99 cents for a song mm-hmm. and like oh shit like these are real people like real artists yeah. real whatever um, they're on here. Like for me, it was like twofold. Like one, okay, it's kind of easy to get stuff on these yeah. platforms <laughs> when you when you actually go through it and like realize it. Yeah, it's like not that hard. But two, it's like holy shit, I'm actually on here. Like at one point, I thought was the coolest thing in the world. Like oh my god, what if I was like to go the kind of country music route, Kenny Chesney, or I had yeah. Toby Keith songs, I had albums on there, all the stuff I created. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm actually next to him now. I yeah. mean, not really. I'm definitely not like, hey, have you listened to Kenny Chesney? <laughs> also, have you listened to Michael Kuski's <laughs> podcast? But you're, you're searchable under the same domain. Exactly. Which just makes it crazy. Like, just as crazy to find about. Yeah. Because when I, after I did all this stuff and I was looking, because they make, like, artist accounts then for you to, uh, like, you have to eventually claim it. Because yeah. they have to prove that you're you and all this stuff. But when I finally got access to, like, my Spotify account where had a little blue check mark, verified artist. I was like, dude, that's cool. That's way cooler than what I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like in a week, there will be my music that I wrote and put out on this page that everyone can search and just like, it's just mind blowing. Now, how quickly, because obviously you're not attached to a label or anything, no. but how quickly, let's say you made a song tonight, had it mastered, like whatever, completely done. Start you to had the final recorded, copy, start to finish, mastered. It's just there. How quickly can you have it on Spotify now? Now that you're a verified artist and this is basically your account, like, can you, is, is everything up for review or can you kind of just post, obviously not whatever, 
like you're not going to start releasing podcasts now yeah. on your artist thing, but mm-hmm. how long would it take you to get your fourth song up? Now that I have like all that stuff put together, I think it takes. So I don't necessarily really know. I probably yeah. won't until I actually do it. But what I gathered was like when I put it out, you have to check: Do you have music on? Do you not already? Because obviously, then they have to make like the artist accounts and all that stuff for you. Um, but I mean, it wasn't necessarily that long of a turnaround. But they do tell you to try to give them at least a month in advance. Really? To put stuff out. But, I mean, I did it two weeks before, and everything's been cleared and all that. Yeah, I think I think they're probably giving you, like, the long, yeah. the longest it's ever taken someone. Mm-hmm. Which, and that's, like, if there's hiccups, like, with exactly. what they've got. And I can imagine, like, it could be released, you're like, hey, this isn't the right one. Like, all right, give us a, another mm-hmm. week, we'll figure this out. Yeah. But, I mean, what I'm gathering now is that... Like, it's literally a matter of just clicking, yeah, I have an account, and they say, okay, we'll put it next to all your Brian Goyette uh, artist page stuff. And as long as they just approve everything as quickly as they did this last one, I mean, it's a matter of two two weeks is how long it's going to be for me to get my stuff out. So, so then, because, like, this inter- like interests me a lot because you have uh, – if you look at anyone else, like, let's take an established artist <clears throat> like Kenny or Toby. Yeah. Um, they have their top five songs. Obviously, that's auto-generated by Spotify, by yeah. basically plays. So, yeah. like, that makes sense. Or, like, what's getting the most hits at the moment? What's basically what's trending kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then you have the discography and then whatever else. There's songs. How much of that can you organize, if at all? So, like, let's say you wanted to release another three songs. Like, let's say you wanted one on top of the other or hey, this is an album now, Mm -hmm. or greatest hits, or, like, whatever. So a lot of that has to do with, so I'll take it from the aspect of if I was going to put another thing, like, more music out, and then Mm -hmm. add these three to an album. You have to, so when you start uploading songs, they give you a little code. It's called an ISRC code. And um, that's basically, it just tracks every thing that everywhere that that stream that specific song it tracks everywhere it is so if you were to go re-release the song as part of an album you would have to put that same uh wave file put it into the um wherever you want to like whatever wherever in the album you want to put it and then you have to copy that exact same isrc code and then that's how it kind of will all of those streams will carry over on to like the same database because then that all has to go to like the revenue people so they make sure that they register every single stream so you get all the money that you need for it but then when it comes to like organizing you get paid per stream now which is obviously not a a lot per stream but spotify's rate right now is like 0.0035 cents per stream so (laughs) yeah (laughs) breaking into big bucks on friday buddy gotta add up I'm going to have that thing playing on repeat as I'm just, sleeping, just at zero volume. <laughs> at, like, times two speed. Yeah, for real. But, um... I made five cents last night, Mom. <laughs> I'm going to be a freaking Grammy winner. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's like, I have two million streams in the first two months. Like, <laughs> and one million of them are mine. <laughs> in the basement that I don't currently live in anymore. Exactly. Yeah, you leave on my you laptop. Turn the volume <laughs> off. You leave. You just have a computer plugged in and just like, times why the hell three is volume. The just freaking energy bill running up so high because this thing's just plugged in and fucking. That would be going. just a constant ticket counter. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I can imagine though that headache that you're gonna what the fuck um, that you're gonna have doing that because obviously that sounds tedious as shit. Yeah. Um, I, and but as again, the, it's one of those things where I don't think I'll know exactly what goes into it until I do it. But exactly, and hopefully you don't have to do it for too much longer because that yeah. kind of seems oh, like yeah. something when you have you can just say like my people will handle this kind of thing. You're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hopefully. like you <laughs> in due time. That's not something you even think about. It's yeah. Like, oh, I recorded. Oh yeah, the rest it's just of the like, shit dude, out we'll put me. this out yeah. and managers and I'm gonna go label get some, people go do that some barbecue. Yeah, <laughs> oh, go, God, go to Broadway and. Hopefully Speaking of Broadway, you are moving down there now. 
yeah. which is I commend this move so much because I did it out of college and just no like on a whim, just yeah. left, no job, nothing. <laughs> Obviously, you have stuff in the works, but yeah. not immediate. It's not like you're starting a new job Monday. No. You're just kind of going down there. It's like fuck it, I'm doing this, which I love. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's been something. The move itself, like the idea, has been in the works for about a year now, a little less than a year. Because it was after the um, the Nashville trip that we went on last March, February, March. That's when I kind of just like was like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. This is what I got to do. So then, like, it's always I, good to make a hasty decision after a drop yeah, right? right after yeah. after it's a great. after a nice four four day bender and the worst hangover of my <laughs> you life. Know what I want to do? I think I'm gonna move here, even though I feel like <laughs> dog shit. <laughs> oh man, dude! Literally the worst hangover of my life. That drive home. You also get some of the worst hangovers I've ever yeah. seen. You and yeah. Gain, who was on this week, like I dubbed this on Jake's episode, this is Nashville Week, yeah. which is an overarching theme in the last two shows I've done, it, whether episode-wise or when I had tending a list with Braxton. Like, the Nashville has been brought up so much Those... over the course of 20-some episodes. Like it's, I, it's almost like it's a part in our DNA. Like It's about time one of us actually lives down there. So then we all get down there sporadically and kill ourselves <laughs> oh, it's, it's a bombshell which i think is a i wanted to bring this up to you too and i want your opinion on it but whenever we go down there because like we treat it it's nash vegas and for people who love country music and live music and all that stuff and not even like people who don't like country music still go down there because it's it's a hell of a time yeah it's still just a good spot but when we get down there we're on cloud nine and we we are having so much fun and it it gets out of hand quick. Oh, yeah. And obviously, day one, I mean, chalk it up as a loss. I mean, it's a win, but a loss. Dude, I don't know if I remember any part of that trip after that. But it's so <laughs> fun, and like, I think that's why like we go and, we like going down there so much. And But it's almost like it was good going down there in doses. So, two-part question, I guess. Oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> you know where one part is. One, because I, I thought about moving down there at one point after college. Are you worried moving down there is going to take some of the allure out of it? It's going to kind of ruin. Um, like I used to call it when I first went. When we first went for Gaines 21st, I came back and I told my mom. I was like, it's kind of like a little slice of heaven. Yeah. Live music, barbecue, like beautiful people. It's just like everyone's having fun. Like it's a little slice of yeah. heaven. But if I was there for a month straight, I'd be like, I think I'm dying. <laughs> Because I would be just like, it just like your serotonin levels through the roof. Are you worried, one, that it, you're kind of lose some of the appeal to it? And two, are you worried about gain? I'll start with one, obviously. I don't necessarily think I will. I think I'll look at it in more of a aspect of this is, and this is how I've been looking at it. Like, this is where I need to be in order to do what I want to do. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, at least fingers crossed, hopefully I don't lose control, but I'm going to be trying to, like, work on my craft and stuff more than going out and getting crazy. I think, yeah, you'll have a easier time yeah. than the latter of the two <laughs> of the people going down there. Just because, I mean, you're going down there for a purpose. I mean, for what it's known, you're going down there for what it's known for, yeah. but to work at it, not just partake in the atmosphere yeah um not that what i mean gain's going down for a great job opportunity mm -hmm. and it's his per dream place yeah but i think i along with many other people especially his mother we talked about this on saturday are a little worried for him not worried but he could just go balls to the walls and more so than you will i think Hopefully me being his roommate, because that's the plan when we get down there, is we're yeah. going to live together. Um, you know, <laughs> it is a little nerve-wracking, but I think he also has just as much reason to be a little nervous about me and us being roommates together. Oh, you know, trust me, we've, a, we've also talked about you two <laughs> being down there together yeah, is also a, a dangerous competition. A, uh, we're playing with fire. But, I don't know, I think Gain also... You know, yeah, he's gonna go out and he's gonna he's gonna live up Nashville more so than like from the different aspect of he just yeah. wants to go. He's gonna want to get crazy down there when he moves down. Yeah. Um. But I think at the same time, he's got that like he's he's a good writer. 
Yeah, I, I did ask him if he wanted to write. Like yeah. yeah. So I think us together, we'll be able to, like, it'll be fun to, like, just bounce ideas off of each other. It'll be a good one-two punch kind of thing. Yeah. Like, he, he writes, you sing, you write, he critiques, or, like, combination of the two. It's Yeah, so I don't necessarily want to say that I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm a little worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> about the Broadway, Broadway Jake gain I'm a little worried about, but... I think just I think we'll be able to kind of we'll be able to focus up and like not make that so much of why we're down there. Oh yeah, I think and hopefully I, me being down there will help him like see it the same way. Yeah, I think in the long run of things. Also Jake gets himself in those situations where he's going to end up meeting someone that's of some ungodly amount of importance <laughs> that is I think one day would be like Hey Brian, I met this guy. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and just like work, like just you're doubling the chance at connections. Yeah, but he's and I think in the long run he's gonna be just fine. Both of you guys gonna be do just fine yeah. down there. I think the first month of him being down there and you having your bearings is gonna be that might get a little dangerous. That's gonna be dangerous. <laughs> where he's like, let's go out, and you're like, I know where. <laughs> Plus more so than we already do. Yeah. And, I mean, it's also one of those where I can't imagine when you guys come down to visit and all that. He's already invited place. me to sleep on your couch. Yeah, see? There you go. For a few months, by the way. Dude. He goes, hey, man, you want to come down there? I'm like, one, might need to check with the other roommate. Two, <laughs> I would rather you guys make some connections and be like, hey, my buddy's got something he might want to do with you and then do that for, like, two weeks. <laughs> like, oh, Brian's friends with these artists now. All right, let's get them on the show or yeah. whatever. Like, Jake, I'm not living on your couch for three <laughs> months in Nashville. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Stuff's gonna be wild, man. And I've already had people saying, "Oh, I'm gonna come this weekend. Oh, let me come this month, this week." I'm like, you guys. Everyone says that. <laughs> Everyone says like, "Oh, we're coming all the time." Yeah. They'll be there once in for one real. year. Yeah. Like but. the the people when you. I remember going to college and you're like, oh, we're coming up for game days all the time. Like, we'll go to the games. And, like, the first two weeks freshman year, I was like, oh, all my friends are coming up, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and by, like, week two, I was like, hey, stop coming up. Yeah. It's and like, then yeah, I got shit to do. <laughs> then it's like two weeks of, like, nah, I got other stuff I want to do. I have other, I'm have making new friends, too. Mm -hmm. Not that I don't like you, but, like, I have things I want to do down here. Like, I'm here for a reason. And then by, like, month two, it's just, like, radio silence. Like, no one's doing this anymore. I mean, because it's a trek to get down there. It's such a trek. Unless you fly. Flying, we just realized in October, our drive, or our fly literally from Lake Milwaukee. It's yeah. Kind of nutty. I, but don't fly. I, I, you can't, obviously can't fly. We When we bought tickets, I think I bought my Milwaukee to Nashville for like 60 bucks in the yeah. heat of Corona. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, right. <laughs> I, I was, I'm so sick of driving places like guys we're in our 20s like, we can we have jobs we can afford a hundred two hundred dollar plane ticket round trip to go somewhere we don't need to drive 26 hours to texas right now yeah oh my gosh so yeah i th I, I remember telling starting new year's we were talking about like trips i wanted to plan with one of our buddies and like we're flying wherever we are we're, we're yeah, flying dude, like i don't want to and how if you even have to rent a car there like who? Yeah. Or like, if we're going somewhere, it's usually like a friend we have we're visiting. Yeah. Like they can pick us up. For like real. They want us there. They'll pick us up. It's a twenty minute drive from the airport. Like whatever. Oh well. Are you packed for the move? I mean, <laughs> kinda. You Looking at all laundry? your stuff right now. Everything's clean. That's good. Yeah. Still got to pack up majority of this recording stuff I got out here, but I mean, it's not a ton. Yeah. And like I said earlier before we started recording the um place that i'm staying right off the bat is fully furnished so i don't got to bring any um that's so huge yeah it's so no furniture huge. is incredible and you gotta add this the lady the room you're renting is someone else's house yes so it's not an apartment it's like a room in a house mm -hmm. and she's leaving yeah. a month after you get there oh, for how long a week after a I week after you get there oh yeah it's fucking february 15th right yeah. now <laughs> I've, I'll get there the 20th. I think I'm going to, like, actually move in the day after, so the 21st. Um, just my dad's going down there yeah. with me, so we're staying in a hotel the first night. And she's got stuff going on that Saturday. But, yeah, she said first week of March she'll be out of there. How long is she gone for? 
She has not told me how long the assignment is, but she's going out west somewhere. So, so you probably and at she least told me, have one to three months. Yeah, and she told me when we were talking about everything. She's like, yeah, after the first week I'll be gone. The space will be primarily yours because we had talked about me only doing a month a month. So she made it seem like she'll be there the first week and then the timeline I gave her when I assumed that I'll be done. Yeah. Like she won't even be back yet. So like, I don't know. And so I don't you, even know how You might have just finessed an entire house to yourself. Have. This might be a legendary time. <laughs> find out there's cameras in that house. Yeah, I'm assuming that too. there definitely are. That's why my dad's coming down just to kind yeah. of scope it out with me make sure nothing's too yeah, good that's, to be true. Uh, it'd be real if that's just like a move she pulls. It's like, yeah, yeah no, uh, you can stay here for the month. I leave actually in a week, so it's yours three months, just to see what shit you pull, or she's just kind of watching you from a different house for the next yeah. three months. How fucking creepy would that be? Like, that'd be a Dateline episode. Well. Airbnb <laughs> lady stalks up-and-coming music artists. Trust me, I've thought about every scenario that could happen in this and have overthought it all, so. <laughs> yeah, you'll be all right. I can't. Oh, man, that would be so creepy. You just find it can't like one of those nanny cams, or like in right pillows at the foot of the bed or something. Yeah, just like, <laughs> is that one in the toilet? What, what, are, what are you trying to get out of this? <laughs> That's some kinky shit, man. Get off on ass cracks. <laughs> just up right up there in the anus. Oh, this is taking a turn for the worse. Um, yeah. So you move. You when this is released, you move tomorrow. Yep. Um. Yes, sir. God, dude, I'm I'm jealous. I'm so jealous. It's just kind of crazy. I mean, like I was saying, like it's been for the, like, in the works for the past year. But, like, I don't know. I had a little time in December. I'll be honest, where I didn't think it was gonna happen anytime soon. Just because I was, not? I was just in my head about you know expenses and just kind of everything that it entailed. I didn't feel like I was ready, and like in the right mind space with putting music out and stuff. Um, you know, and it was just, it was really stressful. But then, like, I made the first big move towards it, which was buying my truck because I knew I needed a vehicle. And then, like, honestly, Gain telling me that his stuff was moving faster, it yeah. kind of put me at ease. Yeah, and that he was well. actually going to pull the trigger yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, with you can't expect yourself to make every giant leap by yourself. It is kind of nice to have some. Yeah. Like I always said, like, you're only going to progress when you're uncomfortable. But, I mean, having a little comfort kind of on the back burner is really nice. And I think gain moving is is Def- definitely helping you out, knowing, like, all right, I'm not going to be – one, you're not going to be alone. I mean, mm-hmm. you are for, like, two, three months. Yeah, but that's hopefully. also why I wanted to do it before he moved down there because I I wanted to put myself in that situation yeah, where so I was going to be alone. Then it's, like, it's business mm-hmm. and not just, like, you move down there. It's like, oh, I just got a new roommate with, like, a college roommate kind yeah. of thing. We're like, yeah. oh, let's party for a month and just kind of waste a month. Because I kind of, like, went back and I, like, was thinking about all, of like, even just my college experiences and, like, every which way I went. When I was at Oshkosh, I roomed with one of my best good friends from high school for a year. Next year, some Braxton mm-hmm. and Ryan Coos were in um, Oshkosh with me, so I was hanging out with them all the time. Moved back here, went to MATC, was living at home and then when i went to whitewater i was with josh ringelberg and yeah it's like you're almost too comfortable yeah Yeah, i i hate that yeah it's one of those situations where it was like i knew to kind of mature i'll put it that way yeah i need to go do something by myself so while having gained there in a couple months will be great i am very happy that I'm doing this by myself. Yeah, you're kind of allow you're kind of allowing yourself to start a new life. Mm-hmm. Um first, like trying to kind of like kickstart it. Yeah. And just like you're going to hit the ground running, which is great. And I've kind of noticed like it you moving now, I don't know if it's completely orchestrated this way, but it just kind of seems like I mean all the pieces fell together perfectly for you right now really with are. I mean obviously you made the step with the truck, but gain stuff moving quickly. And then you got the music, and then I know obviously you probably are planning it to come out the day before you move kind of thing, mm-hmm. but I mean, you only finished it, what, a week, two ago? Yeah, it was completely finished. I had all the masters back two weeks ago. Yeah. So you're like, and when did you know you were moving? How long ago? Uh, it was probably a little over two weeks ago. So like that Friday, so I got a, 
I like kind of finalized things yeah. with the lady on a Friday, and then I got my master's back that following Monday. Yeah. So I mean, it's like, boom, boom, boom. You're yeah. Like, all right, this is now you're kind of like, this week has to almost be like super enjoyable for you. Like, I really don't need to do a whole lot, but pack and just kind of enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like, like everything's just. Friday's gonna be awesome seeing the music come out, and then got a little last minute uh, shebang with the friends. Yeah, and then that'll be Saturday. Fun. It's gone. Full yeah. Time. Um. Yeah, but obviously, I think we're this group that we're with. Um, is it getting darker and darker? Man, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> um, like slowly, bit, it's just gonna be yeah, a black just screen gonna, just for me. Your face. Um. <laughs> yeah, I I wore black the face on the Nike stripe. Day, yeah. Um. <laughs> I think slowly and slowly this group that we've been with the past couple of months is starting to go separate ways, and I kind of like to see it. Yeah. Like, everyone's kind of building their own thing, and it's fun. It's fun actually seeing people. Because after a while, as much fun as we're having together, I think all of us would be like, hey, guys, this is uh, is getting kind of (laughs) boring. Like, we do this every fucking weekend. Like. Because now we're all going to have different opportunities. Like, oh, we're doing this this week and come down to Nashville. Come back up to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Go down to wherever everyone else is going. Like, it's... Yeah, and it's just fun to see, like, everyone's getting, like, their jobs. They're getting, like, comfortable with what they're doing and, like, yeah. being themselves, finding significant others and everything. Like, Yeah, I'm, cool, I'm not too man. keen on that one, but <laughs> I'm so sick of seeing people dating. Hey, single, baby. Let's do it. Valentine's yes, Day was yesterday. <laughs> Okay. What am I? I'm like seven years running single on Valentine's. I am. <laughs> fuck. When I might be. Oh, I've never had a significant other on Valentine's Day. Really? I've never had. No, that's a lot. I've had a significant other once on Christmas. That's it. I. In the 24 years I've been on this planet, I've been. I've had a girlfriend for one holiday. Dude, you pick and choose your points, man. You don't gotta spend money on those gifts or nothing. Yeah, it's uh. <laughs> No, but no, I noticed I'm scrolling through Instagram and stuff yesterday, and obviously everyone's posting shit with their significant others. More people are in relationships than I actually thought. True. Like, way more. I was going to say, too, like, you click on the stories on Instagram, you will just go for, you could go for, like, an hour and just keep seeing new people that you're like, what the hell? But like, the people who never post anything yeah. anyways, like, oh, I haven't heard from this person forever. They haven't posted. They're they're like me on social media where, like, I, my personal account is just <laughs> nothing. Like, I'm I talked this with Gain. My most my most busy year on social media was 2018, and it was four pictures. Wow. Otherwise, I'm you like eight off. months apart. Yeah, I just, I mean. <laughs> Gain One goes, each season, bro? Gain goes, who the crazy, fuck were you trying to impress? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gosh. one every season. Um, no, but, yeah, I mean, people I've never, I haven't heard from in a while. I'm like, you have a girlfriend? You got a boyfriend? Like, where is this at? Usually, like, Dude. you got everyone our age is like, you get a significant other, you kind of flaunt it for yeah, a bit. They're out, they're out there. Like a lot of people aren't hiding their relationships as much as where it's just like nothing. Yeah, and now I'm seeing pictures. Like, I mean, granted, you can tell they're not comfortable doing it. It's just like it's a Facebook post. Yeah, it's like <laughs> happy birthday, my uh, happy birthday, happy Valentine's Day, my love. Yeah. You are the best. <laughs> nothing That's it. Like it's just like a picture. They're not even looking just, at the yeah. camera. They're at, they're like red. Um, what is it? No. Devil's Lake, and it's just like looking out. I'm like, no yeah. one even knows who this is. This is just like a a crop top and leggings. Just to make the significant other happy to know that they yeah, posted just like them oh, on they the put page. in some effort. Yeah, because this frozen meal you bought me that we're having in your dingy apartment <laughs> is not doing it for me. <laughs> no, I was genuinely surprised how many people had it. And some people are better at obviously having relationships than other people, or balancing. The part that bothers me is balancing. Yeah. Outside friends with Seeing girlfriends. Every, yeah, doing yeah. everything you need to do while still maintaining I'm it. like, hey, man, I'm still part of your life, too. You can <laughs> hang out with me. And a lot of the times I feel like it's just you get – I mean, there's obviously, like, the honeymoon phase and all this other stuff, like, that comes with Oh, that. yeah. That's reasonable. And, like, when you get older, it's just, like – it's really only delicate like, get the fuck weekends, away from me, I yeah. Feel like, when you're hanging out with your friends and stuff, but – yeah, man. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just happy for people getting their relationships. Oh, and- <laughs> yeah, same. As long as they actually seem healthy. Because there have been some where I'm like, dude, True. what's it's the like, fucking what point? What do you do? Here, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, God. Don't I'm not going to get into that. Like, we have all seen people in relationships. Like, I know you two don't even like each other. I think you guys are just fucking bored. That's the kind of thing that, yeah. I don't. 
it's just never been something that I've really fully registered either. It's like if you don't like fully feel like where you are with who you are with is going anywhere, I don't understand the point in What's being the point in doing anything. it. Yeah. Like that is just such a waste of time. Such a waste. And it's honestly it's because people are poor. There are people who just can't be alone. Yeah. And you know what? Everyone has their their kink or whatever mm-hmm. that they're they're doing like, oh, they just like having someone and it's like, oh, I want to have sex basically kind of thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I've been the same person like almost since high school, which was like way too early to be thinking that where I'm like, why am where you kind of like talk to a girl for a while. Yeah. And you're like, Sh-. I've gone through like the first girl, second girlfriend I had in high school. I like waited like four months to ask her. I'm like, do I do this? Do I not? Like, <laughs> do I see this going anywhere? I'm like, Dude, you're fucking 15. Just ask yeah, the girl out. At that point, yeah. yeah. Have a little fun in but high school. But I think I've always been just like, is there, like, if you don't genuinely see yourself being with is this there person potential? for a while. Yeah, potential. Like long-term kind of potential. Thing. Like, otherwise, the people are like, oh, you're cute. Should we date because we talk for a month? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, no. At least, like, especially now, like, you got to make sure shit's lining up and stuff. Like, and again, I'm also the I didn't necessarily yeah. have it as early as you did, but probably once I got to college, it was something where it was like, I don't know. When I first got to college, I just felt like it was like, you got to grow up right away. So I was always everywhere I would look. And this is kind of, I don't think it's a bad mindset to have. And I kind of still have it today, but it was like, could I marry this person is what I would think when I was trying to date somebody. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's just kind of, how I see the dating. Yeah, no, now. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I, I think, I don't think I've ever gone, can I marry this person kind of Could thing. Could I see myself? Could I see person? myself? Let me put it yes. that way. That's also so tough because, like, I've known this person for three weeks kind of bullshit. Yeah, that's true. Um, I guess my but, talking phase is always a little longer than <laughs> I would like it to be. But I think, uh, what was it? I was say, the whole, like, do I see myself with it? Because, I like you said, it was like, is this going to be a waste of my time? Like, am I going to yeah. look back and be like, I put three years into this. Like, to, I wasted, like, to go, like, the douchebag route. Like, if you're a dude in college, I guarantee you every guy in college freshman is like, dude, there's so many hot girls. You're like, who, yeah. how many can I talk to kind of thing? <laughs> and then you find one that you like. You date yeah. for two and a half years, and you're like, I just wasted two and a half years potentially talking. I mean, like, that's not a good way to look at it, no. but that's how a lot of people do look at it. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's... Oh, whatever. I it's I it, in nowhere soon do I see myself having a girlfriend. I mean, the one female I talk to right now is my mother. <laughs> That's it. Hey man. Everyone's got their own path and I don't I I, I don't know where I'm at either. So That's right. <laughs> I'm moving to a new freaking city. That's what I like. It's new people though. That's yeah. how, again why I'm jealous is when I, when I went down to Miami, I was like, oh, dude, there's so many. I can meet so many new people here. I met mm-hmm. fucking no one because um, kind of where we lived yeah. and what we did. But, I mean, you're going to a mecca, like a booming town, mm-hmm. and you're doing something that's social. Yeah. That's one of the that's one of the big things that I got to make sure that I'm on top of is, like, putting myself out there and doing stuff and making attempts to meet people. Performing. Performing, yeah. How – have you looked into – um? Like finding spots or doing a set somewhere. Obviously, it's not going to be on Broadway right away. Oh, yeah. Of course not. Um, Yeah, I've been looking at, especially like the area that I'm going to be living in. It's called Hadley, which is like by Germantown, which is more of a well-known neighborhood. Um, I've been looking at a couple places that are like in the climate of things right now um, that are still like doing live shows and like writer's rounds, which is like a thing that I want to get into because that's where you showcase like more of your own music. Yeah. Um, you know, I couldn't name you a place, but I also do know a couple people from high school that live down there and have done like some of the gigging stuff. So yeah, I was gonna say I have a uh, I have a friend down there who I think I might shoot you their number yeah. to who's okay did exactly what you did, just kind of went down there and I mean she play I see her playing her music all the time now, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I think that in my opinion obviously i don't know i don't do music but that would be like the most important thing to be doing right now is just playing yeah. as much as you anywhere can. anywhere you can too like even if you get like one person two people to show up like it is just it getting is. comfortable doing yeah, it and just let it gradually happen i've never other than when i was doing some other things last year for a television show that i was almost on and 
um, playing at my brother's wedding, I haven't really done much performing in front of people. We'll, we'll get you. So you should perform on Friday. I think that there's going to be a twist where they might want me to do it. <laughs> I think they're going to make you do I've it. I've been told. If I I've been to told be- there's some surprises to expect. If Friday, I had to, so. I mean, I know nothing, but if I had, if I was a betting man, you will perform whether on your own or you're going to be hammered and just be like. Let's yeah. fucking do this. <laughs> Time to send it last night in Wisconsin. <laughs> Screw it. I ain't going to see you guys again. I'm making new friends. <laughs> Crossover Cantina will never see anything like it. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. But yeah, I, I can imagine that's got to be the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be it's gonna be tough, obviously. Just, I mean, I think you're definitely strong willed and just like, screw it. Like, this is just part of the process, mm-hmm. which is, I think you'll like rather than just being thrown into. If you got thrown, can you imagine just being thrown? Like, you get there Saturday, and next Saturday, you're like, hey, man, can you perform at Honky Tonk Central? <laughs> I would shit my pants for you. That's just one of those things where I would get up there, and I wouldn't. Singing, maybe I'd be fine, but, like, the intermissions where you got to talk to these people, I'd be standing up there like, uh, what do I do? <laughs> See, that's what let me come up, because I think I thrive at that part. Yeah, we'll give you the mic for all the... the but when I'm song, doing like, all my sound checks and all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Not me, I mean, but... I mean, you don't technically have to talk to everyone. Um, just pretend like you're fixing the guitar the whole time. For real. But that's also another thing that it's going to be interesting because, like, when you're playing at those bigger places, I feel like it's, like, a lot of bands. And I'm going down there with me and my acoustic guitar. Yeah. So that's another factor hurdle, where it's, yeah. like, you got to meet people, you got to – meet people that want to have the same vision as you that yeah you can maybe put a band together exactly trying to find a band i think would be yeah. i think step two mm-hmm. but I, I mean i still do know that there's a lot of places where you can just do like acoustic like even it's just, even if it's just like open mics yeah and i'm sure like there just hop on i'm sure there are like some i mean is there like there's gotta be something that's like rent a band like hey we're just gonna play covers true just find a couple couple people though just like hey you know you like these popular songs mm-hmm. and okay let's say they throw in like a random one like can you do that and like yeah we can do it yeah but like do you have Especially down there oh for sure <laughs> i mean every, <laughs> everyone I, who wants to be anything in music these days seems like they're going to nashville you, i mean i feel like every neighbor you're gonna have is gonna have someone that either does music yeah. knows music or makes it it just oh what was i gonna say do you have a oh i was gonna ask you this do you have a uh like a set. Obviously, you have your three songs. Yep. And you're writing more. I know that. Yep. You need filler with covers. Yep. Give me your top five covers you would do right now. Five? No, we should do. <laughs> we. I want to hear them, but we should do our all-time albums. Oh. And let's... I was going to have... I was five. Fuck. I, I forgot to do this. Still I forgot to do this with Gain because I was going to have... Just compare the two country boys that are going down there <laughs> and just types of music. Because I think it'll be a good mix. Yeah. But you guys have clearly different tastes. Oh, yeah. Clear, like, mine's vastly different than yours. Yeah. But let's start with, let's just do your, what would be your first five covers you would do? So I'm thinking I'd want to put some Dan and Shay in there because I have heard, obviously I'm not comparing myself to Shay Mooney. Dude's unreal. But probably something, what's Tequila? They got something main. Yeah. Like that's their most mainstream song. And something that I've really thought about when putting all this stuff together is that I need to, like, have a good mix of upbeat and, you know, the more ballad-type stuff. So I'm thinking something Luke Combs, probably, like, uh, Beer Never Broke My Heart, or even if it's something not as, like, upbeat like that, like a She Got the Best of Me. Yeah. Um, whew, this is where I kind of taper off with what I would do. Probably some Chris Young. Cause Chris Young's somebody that's got enough mainstream songs too that I in his voice when I sing, uh, my voice is I can mimic a lot of the stuff that he does and like make it sound good. Uh, I couldn't tell you necessarily a song that I would pick for him. Um, Alone tonight maybe that's one that I really like. I'm listening. I'm just checking some. Yeah. Um, and then Brett Young's another one that I really like to sing. Here tonight, tickets to L.A. No, but it's also about finding the the stuff that's like right now popular on like radio too. So I don't really listen to country radio. I don't know what's like going on. Oh, I fucking hate it. <laughs> I hate the radio in general. It just kind of ruins everything. I mean, it, it doesn't ruin everything. It only ruins it if you're 
if you're listening to it for like multiple hours a day, I'm like, hey, oh, yeah, man, I heard uh, song four five times. What's the one that I mean? I, I was driving the car a lot the other day, and it was big plans or something like that. Oh, Chris Lane, yeah, big plans. I mean, I'm like, hey, you gotta listen to this five times a day. He's taking it over. <laughs> I was like, this has got to stop. Like, we know you got big, big plans. What's crazy to me about that is that that song came out in 2018. And it's just now getting like, like, and I thought it was really popular in 2018. It but was it's like just now getting added yeah. to country radio, and yeah, dude, country radio just exhausts stuff until you it can't exhausts take it too it much. Anymore. It's I mean, how many times do you think Die Happy Man played on there? Oh my gosh! Holy this shit! This past summer, I or hope. Crash and Burn. Well, well, yeah, they take it. Thomas Rhett. Thomas Rhett had like, uh, well, Unforgettable, mm-hmm. 16. He had he so kills many. The rate. I mean, like, yeah. kills it in a good way. Like yeah. he, he's gonna he get his song over. out there. Yeah, yeah. it's just. I think if country radio, if I had to give any advice, I'm like, listen, if you want to support the artist, but like grow the fan base, mm-hmm. stop playing the same songs over and over. Yeah. There's got to be like, I know I don't know everything about radio, but yeah, I really don't either. Come on, like it's th- you got to cap out at three times. I feel like a day. <laughs> yeah, maybe three, like when maybe you're opening four. the show, the little noon or afternoon after work type thing, and then the late night. That's or all it each be. or each uh, what is it? Because obviously there's different people who are oh, yeah, on from whatever shift. Like that. you, you have a set list that like these thirty songs need to play while you're on air, and then they get to pick five kind of thing, mm-hmm. and just like let those thirty play four times throughout the day, and then there's five different ones every three hours. I think that'd be way better than hearing yeah. crash and burn <laughs> twice from nine to ten, three times from eleven to twelve, and four more times from three to six i'd actually be really curious to know like what the criteria is because yeah. i'm sure like there are the songs where it's like you have to play these it's probably like you have to deal. pound these down yeah, people's like, throats but who knows <laughs> yeah that i don't listen to country radio much but i usually just listen to the stuff that i find on every thursday night at 11 o'clock when it comes out and I'll exhaust that for a week, and then I'll move on to the next stuff. Yeah, you and Gain are good at that, finding the new music that comes out. I do not do that, but I also am working on other things. That, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's up more your alley, yeah. where you have to It's every know Thursday what's out. night, yeah. man. It's. <laughs> are you ever worried about, um, not that you ever will, but, like, plagiarism, like, accidental? Like, hey, I did all this, and then you're like, oh, my God, this sounds exactly like someone else's song that you never oh, heard like of me accidentally yeah. copying someone else yeah um i've honestly never really thought about that i know like in country like the genre a lot of like songs when it's like kind of a stigma that everyone says they sound the same every genre is like that yeah. yeah but like in a sense i'm like yeah this is just music mm-hmm. as it is like there are chord progressions and just like musical progressions that are used over and over again because they're like proven to work. To and sound, yeah, they sound sound good. good. So, I mean, I feel like, I mean, I have a song that I've been working on right now that when I wrote it, like two days after I wrote it, I was thinking like this kind of has like the same, it had the same progression, it had mm-hmm. like the same tempo as a song that I had liked. Yeah, have you ever written it and like in your head, like if like I write a joke or something like that. Like, ah, uh, this sounds way too much like this person wrote it. Or you're everywhere, like, oh, you're writing a song. Like, this almost sounds exactly like, it's not the words, but like a Thomas Rhett song. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like when you're, when you're first doing it, and when I first was doing it on just the guitar, and like, yeah, I did with this one song. But then when I started, like, producing it myself, it was like, there are so many ways Exactly. To just build it and make it sound different, where it's like this doesn't sound like this song at all anymore. Like it's it's entirely different. Like that you couldn't compare the two, really. After you put all the layers on top. Of yeah, it. exactly. And you do it enough. Like there's no way this sounds the same. Yeah. Um, I'd be. More, I was more so concerned. Like before I got all like my copyrights and stuff, and I was putting stuff on SoundCloud. I was more concerned about somebody finding something of mine and using it in my grant. Like you know, that's. Obviously, not yeah. very likely because I was yeah, a new brand new songwriter yeah. and stuff. But that was more of what would make me lose sleep than if what I had sounded too much like something else. Because at that point, I feel like it's also it's just like 
there's ways like you'd still be able to have your stuff out you'd probably just have to give them a cut of whatever whatever it is but yeah and i think i don't see anyone suing you anytime soon yeah <laughs> how many uh how many songs do you have in the works then now after the three you put out yeah how so, many more do you think you have on the back burner so or have it, you written i think so written in total i have nine okay i have one after this um single that is coming out or that is out um, I've got one more that I've kind of got like the entire instrument ensemble pretty much done. It's more so of just finalizing the vocals and um, mixing it a little bit. And then I started another one of my songs that I had written a couple months ago. And I just got like kind of like a bass acoustic track down and I got to add all the other elements to it. But, you know, I've only had the recording equipment for like a month. Yeah, it's new. And, and you're, yeah, you're I'm still t- figuring it all out. Too. You're tinkering with it. And it's literally me and my acoustic guitar and the little MIDI pad that I've got. So it's still fun to just kind of mess around with and see what works and I think sounds good. Um, so from start to finish, I just, you have it written. So not start to finish, but okay, you get your song written. What does it take you on average to have it completely mastered like you have it written you let's say you're doing it all yourself too so you don't have the guy you were doing it with earlier yeah how long do you think it takes you to do the drums the guitar the vocals and then get it up actually let's not screw the get up time so like so just recording just tracking recording tracking and mastering it together so i'll tell you this is how so when i was with the other guy i obviously learned how like to kind of go about doing it so it starts you kind of do the like you record your stra- scratch vocals what it's called so you just have something to go off of and then you just play whatever you want your bass kind of underlying instrument to carry the tone of the song and i would obviously just use my acoustic guitar so that's you know if you want to get everything sounding perfect that could be a couple takes because you know i'm not the best guitar player as it is so yeah. that could even take me upwards of I don't know, two to three hours a day to just get all of that sounding perfect from like start to finish. Yeah. And then if I'm just going based off of what I did on that song that I did record by myself, it was probably another four hours of figuring out what I wanted to make with the beat, getting all of that like pretty perfectly spaced out as best as I could figure out how to do on GarageBand, and then putting the bass track in. So that was probably another three four hours so what are we at like seven eight hours and then one more day to record like a lead guitar part a little melody as well as add like an electric guitar component so i'd probably give that another two to three and then vocals which is the most frustrating part because ultimately that's what i want to be and (laughs) i'm gonna nitpick that like crazy i would hope that's what you're like most yeah that's like a couple days because like it comes I don't when I write the songs I don't really think of a harmony necessarily right away. I'm pretty just kind of inclined that way where I can think of what it would be. That's nice. Yeah. But like I'll I'll record the entire melody part. That'll take me a couple like tens of takes because I'm just like that like I was saying. Yeah. I mean but then you're an artist. Yeah. You, you want it to be as perfect as possible. True. It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. But, I mean, then, yeah, when you figure all that out, it's probably like, I don't know, a couple w- weeks worth to get everything perfect how you want to do it, depending on how much time you want to put into it. So let's it just say probably like mastering it. probably takes you two, two and a half weeks. Yeah. And then writing it, obviously, I, mean, I feel like you can't put a time frame on writing. That's just, oh, that's no, how it's got to just come to you. Yeah. yeah. My first song I ever wrote came out when I was in class, and it's actually on the single. It's called Never Off the Table. I was in class one day, and I was just like, you know what? I want to like write this song based off of this idea that I had for like a long time. And 30 minutes in class, I had written the verse, two verses, and the chorus, got home from class, finished the bridge, and tinkered with the final chorus a little bit, and that was like a matter of probably two total hours and I had a song written and then I've had I literally in my notes right now have verses like a verse or a chorus that I've had in there since like March of 2020 that I just can't seem to figure out 
Really? Yeah. So it's just like, it really is so much different. And it's one of those things where it's like, if I feel like I'm starting to force something onto the paper, mm -hmm. I, I will like stop working on it and I'll come back to it later because I don't want to. You don't want to just put it, it in there just yeah. for the sake of having it in there. You obviously want it to flow yeah. pretty well. So then, I guess we do this. You, your three songs, you have Never Off the Table, Montgomery Drive, which is the street you grew up on. Yes. Um, which when I asked you for the address to get here, I probably should have figured that out because <laughs> I know that. Yeah. I guess you I just didn't. figured it out. <laughs> could have figured it out, yeah. Um, and then what's the third one called? Third one is Hey. Just Hey? Just Hey. Okay, Just Hey. Yep. Do you want to – this is up to you because I know we talked about – it might be tough because I'm such a rookie when it comes to doing this stuff. Um, you're obviously you're gonna play out the episode, but do you want to describe your songs a little bit? Do you want to give background to them? Yeah. Um, so I'll go in the order that they're gonna appear on the the single. Uh, hey, was a song. It was probably like the third or fourth song I wrote. I remember it, I started writing it because at this point I'd kind of touched on a couple different ideas that. Like, there was Montgomery Drive I had already written. That's, like, the hometown one. Never Off the Table, which was the first one I wrote, which, which I'll explain a little bit more about later. But it was, uh, it's like a breakup yeah. type track. And then another one that I'm working on right now, which is more of, like, the upbeat, happy love one. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to write a song at this point about, like, first meeting a girl and, like, kind of seeing where everything can go. So... I don't know where it came from, where the idea of hey came from, but I was thinking of that one, and like when you listen to the songs, which I know everybody listening will do, um, <laughs> it just kind of, it's like a nice little progression of like, hey, you meet a girl at a bar, next it's like, hey, I want to know more about you, and then it ends with like, hey, I can see myself marrying you, type deal. So, yeah, I just thought that was a really cool uh, progression. Of how like, I don't know. I guess. Well, I can I can already tell like, you where yeah. that came from. I'm kind of glad the relationship that came <laughs> up. I mean, you talk about how like you're not gonna have, you're not gonna go after someone unless you can see yourself with them. Yeah, so like, is this kind of just like kinda, how you approach? Yeah, I guess it kind of saying is. <laughs> like why like whether or not you are gonna say hey. I guess how yeah. I interpret it for your personality. But mm -hmm. no, it's awesome. That's uh that's number one on the track. Yeah, that is, and then the, the next one is never off the table. So, like I was saying before, I wrote this one in class in 30 minutes. Um, is this post-breakup personally for you? No. This no? is this idea came to me from the TV show Friends. Oh, a little Ross and Rachel? Yep. Okay. And it's never off the table is a line that she says. In, oh, my God. Yes, it is. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I think it's like season nine. It's like with you and I, it's never off the table. Yep. There, there it is. Go. So I, I like heard it. I heard that line. I think I was probably watching Friends at the time, and I heard it. And I was like, dude, that would be a cool song. And then, yeah, I whipped it up in class one day, and it's it's like, yeah, it's like exactly what it means in Friends. It's like Pretty one of those. Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah I like that a lot, though. Yeah. I like that a lot. Relationship I'm where excited to hear that one. Yeah, relationship where it's just like, you know, it's you may be on or off, but it's never completely done. And... It's got, yeah, this is personally my favorite song, you know, being it, having it being my first. And it was one that I just like felt like when we were recording it, I could put like a lot more of my like emotion into the singing of it because like, it's just, I don't know. When I wrote the song, it just like meant so much to me. And I just thought it was so cool that it was like my first song. Do you see that yeah. being, cause I, I imagine there are artists before we get to the last one. Um, obviously like when we go to a concert, we want to hear all the hits and yeah. stuff like that. And I think being an artist, I can imagine it's like, Hey man, I've played this 13 times. Like in a, like all I've done it for the last True. like three yeah. months to play these songs. And when a new album comes out, like obviously they're the, the hardcore fans of the world, like, Oh, play these new ones that most people haven't heard of mm -hmm. that. They're probably reluctant to play, but I'm sure there's also like every artist has like songs that just aren't, maybe that popular or even if they are popular like it's their favorite song to play yeah i can see that one being whether it's popular or not mm -hmm. in the future just like if when you perform like you look forward to playing that one the oh, most yeah. yeah and i mean like i said it was just one of those like and even when i was recording it i can I remember telling like the guys that i was working with like guys like this one i want this one to sound like 
awesome. This one's got to be perfect. Yeah, because any of the three, this one's got to yeah, be this, perfect. This one, the vocals took like two full sessions to really? get on this one. And yeah, because I was just very nitpicky about it. And like, the, you know, it's nothing crazy instrumentally. It was just like I wanted the emotion behind the voice to kind of carry it because it's one of those songs where it's like, it's a very uncertain song, like just the, the message of it. So it's very emotional. It's from yeah. within. Kind of. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that kind of came out, and well, and I'm I sure it I will. It, man. I, it's awesome. Hopefully, everyone listens to it today. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Right after you hop off of here. Hopefully, you listen to the songs before. Although, yeah, we'll figure out a time when you want <laughs> this released. Um, but last one, Montgomery Drive, your yes. hometown street, moving away from it. Yeah. I think might also be a little self-explanatory, but how'd yeah. you write it? Why'd you write it? Yeah. So this one, this one came right before last year in January. For those of you listeners who don't know me, I was almost on the television show last year in January. And oh yeah. Explain this. Cause this yes. is kind of funny. Yeah. So, the Bachelor did a spinoff called Listen to Your Heart last year, and I was very far along in the process to be on that. And I was in Los Angeles, and I was getting ready to film, and I was one of the last cuts. So that was... Didn't you find out, like, in your hotel room, they're just like, yeah, you can go home? Yeah, I found out that, like, the day of filming. Didn't you... I thought you thought like oh i'm on this show that's why i'm here and they're like yeah, yeah just go home yeah it was i mean i had signed a contract and everything really and yeah they just came in that morning i was kind of like took my shower was getting ready for the the night and they were like yeah unfortunately since it's a new show there's um a lot of moving parts so you will unfortunately not be filming tonight did that show ever get off the air or get on the air yeah it was like a six episode i think they were like an hour long really it's, i don't think it got renewed. looking back are you glad you're not on it or do you wish that's something you would have been on i think i personally don't really think i was ready to be on it <laughs> okay so i think it is a blessing in disguise that i did not get on it you know this was before i even fully wanted to pursue music this was just something where it was like they found Fuck my Instagram. Yeah. They found my Instagram, and I was like, "Okay, yeah." Let's so do they it. found you. This is not something you reach out to do at all. Yeah, they, really. Yeah, they they sent me an email in like so, August of nineteen. It's like, hey, about it. What was the premise of this? Do you just? It was like, do you, is it, it one of those like was, Big Brother things where you just kind of like sing into the camera, and be like, I think Beatrice <laughs> likes me. But you know, yeah, Devin was, likes her, and I don't want to ruin ruin my alliance with Devin because I want to win the five grand at the end of this six. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't watch it. Like, I'm I was not interested in it after all that happened. But yeah, my impression of you know what I gathered in the whole process of it was it was the Bachelor, but the dates would be singing, <laughs> and they would f- try to like see who's compatible like romantically through who is compatible like on stage so i mean i don't know if anyone dating on that show is still dating or if they ever were dating post production i mean that's got to be no offense to the show or you almost being on it but that's got to be worse than the actual bachelor i think people find they're gonna (laughs) find love in three weeks you think you can find love in six episodes for real i don't i can't imagine it took that long to record the film that yeah i i couldn't tell you i wasn't (laughs) there but um yeah i don't know at the end of the day i'm really happy i probably wasn't on that because all i've heard about the show is it was questionable (laughs) i was gonna say that i feel like that could have led you down a a weird path obviously it would have given you some notice but if you're not ready to be noticed kind of thing i feel like that could that definitely can hurt some people. Like, the people get famous too quickly off, like, TikTok, and then just, like, they don't know what to do with yeah. themselves. And, like, I hadn't done, like, and I mean, I still haven't gigged or anything, but I've, like, like I was saying, like, I hadn't even fathomed a career early in music. This was more, like, I did this, like I said, just for, like, a fuck it, and it would maybe help jumpstart something. 
But yeah, there, when I look back, like there was no way I was ready. I remember sitting in that whole, like when I was getting ready for everything to kind of get moving, I was just like, how am I here? <laughs> I have well, no experience. Why? Yeah. I, like, how did I get picked for this? But, you know, I do think the whole process of it all was worth me doing because the experience was fun. Yeah. But, yeah. And it might have, like, put it in your head, like, oh, this might be something I actually do want to make yeah. a career oh, it, out. Yeah, and it definitely helped kickstart that, yeah. too. That's good. But uh, back to Montgomery Drive. Yeah. So, yeah. I wrote Montgomery Drive before <laughs> I went off to go to L.A. for the show. And this was also after... Um, Morgan Wallen's This Bar came out. So that's kind of where I got some inspiration. He's on a timeout. Yeah, right I don't now. know if... Uh, that's all right. Yeah. We covered that I earlier this week. That. Yeah. <laughs> but that's where the inspiration came from because, I mean, that's kind of like his finding himself hometown type deal. And, um, you know, the progression was just very easy going. And on the single it's just me and my guitar like there's no other instruments it's just an acoustic track and i felt like that was kind of the best way to get the emotion of this one across because it really is just like a humble beginnings you know don't forget where you came from type deal just and like i feel like everyone can kind of relate to it if they do in fact like their home love their hometown and love their upbringing and all that kind of stuff um and like you can just it's called Montgomery Drive. You can throw your name of your city into it or your street into it growing up. Stonewood Circle. Like, I don't think that I'm has gonna, as much I, of I a I won't write a song about that. Yeah, I lucked out. Montgomery Drive sounds like a, that sounds a, nice, real good, like yeah. a nice country track. But, um, yeah, and that's also, when you're talking about the entire project altogether, it's, um, it hit me earlier in the week that it's like I'm releasing this single about my hometown and in the song, like I say a line, now I've gone through so many twists and turns. Yeah. But no matter where they take me on this earth, like, and I'm I'm literally moving the day after I release this. Like I'm leaving my hometown, and it's just like, it's crazy. It's it's, it's, well, it's crazy it's, how it all works. It's a poetic transition. It's yeah. I think it's perfect. I think, like I said before, everything has. I think fallen into place for you at the right time. It yeah. just like the pieces came together. Um. I'm excited to hear it. I'm pumped. We're gonna, oh, yeah. you're gonna play this episode out. Yep. Let's do um, it. which one are we about to hear? Basically, which one do you want? Which one's gonna go? It's gonna be Montgomery Drive. It's gonna be Montgomery yeah, you, Drive. You guys are hearing the the uh, name of the single. That's for sure. I'll That's save good. the other two for when you listen to it after the episode, or before. You, yeah, maybe, or if you've maybe already this heard the second it. time yeah. listening to it, who knows? Well. I think I'm excited. I know all of us, um, your friend group, everyone's pumped for you. We're happy for you. Oh yeah, brother. Um, thank you for doing this. Yes, I wish sir. you the Thanks best for of luck. Me. Um, like I said, this comes out. Come by the time this comes out, we're probably having a drink together right now. So I'm yes, looking sir. forward to that. And uh, well, here it is, Montgomery Drive. Yes, sir. Enjoyable.